Hi, I'm Flynn. Kalak. Oma. Shraya. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had successfully made your way to Oakenspire, although not in the correct bodies. Um, Kalik, Oma, and Shreya had found themselves swapped into uh, their new forms as they attempted to figure out what was going on out on the open sea. You guys had decided to actually make your way to Oakenspire, as Hayfried might be the only one who could actually help you fix this problem. But uh, once you guys got to Oakenspire and, and fixed that teleportation circle and met up with Hayfried, you guys discovered he was still sort of tapped from what he had done with Flynn, so he wasn't going to be able to help you. So what he had suggested was going to a temple within Oakenspire to where these priests might be able to actually switch your bodies back. He gave you a couple of gifts and uh, a tool that would be used to help swap your souls back. You guys went to this temple and had discovered that, indeed, one of the clerics here had been practicing magic long enough to be able to complete this ritual. She took you down beneath the temple into uh, sort of the basement area, the, the dungeon beneath this temple, and uh, began this ritual, taking a shard of this strange metal that Hayfried had given you and ripping open a tear into the, the elemental plane of air. Um, and as your souls were being lifted out of your bodies, unfortunately, in the plane of air, um, a couple of air elementals uh, slipped through, and you guys had to make sure not only to stay safe while these air elementals were thrashing you around, but also to stay in the circle of this spell. Luckily, you guys were able to spend enough time in the, the circle uh, to where the ritual was completed, and you guys all made your ways back to your own bodies. Um, though when you guys returned to your own bodies, you realized that you guys are, are pretty well uh, pretty well damaged at this point. You guys are tired, exhausted, and even though... Um, you guys have a little bit more understanding and, and a little bit more of a realization of, of what was going on from being in, in the other bodies. You guys are beat. So as you guys emerge from the temple and as you guys walk out into this beautiful open park area, it is still and it is quiet. Um, you guys can still see that uh, some of the, the thunderous clouds that um, had, had been plaguing the previous couple days here are still overhead, so you can't quite um, pick out any of the sky. But as you guys are walking out into the park, what would you guys like to do? <sighs> Ariel still agreed on getting to the inn and, and just turning in for the night. It's been a hard uh, couple of hours here. Yeah, rest would probably be pretty good, too. I I want to do one thing. And I look up toward the sky. Before we lay down, I've been meaning to do this. And I'm going to just take off. Okay. Uh, and as I do, uh, I, like, sweep up into the air. But as I do, I, like, hinge to either side. And I attempt to do, like, a little, like, flip in the air that always gives me joy but it uh, it's a little bit uh half cocked as i'm as i'm still tired and 
where normally you'd expect me to like just go for a while, I pretty quickly come back down and be like, Ugh, no, no, you're right, you're right. That was not nearly as satisfying as it usually is. As he does this, I, I watch him wistfully as he's uh, soaring through the air. Yeah, well, uh, sorry if I wore out the uh, the bones in those wings are brittle, so I, I wasn't ready for what how they would feel. I just, actually just kind of feels like I slept funny, but uh, I hope I don't sleep funnier tonight, because then I might have some real problems. I look sort of uh, uh, with frustration at my bandaged hand, and I pull the wrapping tighter to where Alma wasn't really maintaining the uh, <laughs> tautness <laughs> of the bandage. Aww. Yeah, well, I'll have to get accustomed. Let's head in, yeah? Yes, I yes. The perch probably, if I uh, remember correctly. I still can't believe that you only flew once, Kellick. Well, hey. if I had wings, I'd be doing it all the time. Not all of us are thrill seekers, Flynn. Some of us like to stay alive. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good point. All right. So you guys uh, leave the park and head over to the perched prolly um, that you guys obviously remember from uh, when you guys had had uh, come in contact with it the first time, um, and it is late at night. So you guys see that as you walk in, there is uh, just the faintest embers of a dying fire still in the fireplace. Um, you look around and uh, you can smell from what was probably dinner um, the, the smell of um, warm food, warm home-cooked food and you look around, this is a, a pretty big lobby, um, probably the, the, one of the largest inns that you guys have, have seen but it is desolate. There is no one here. You see a long table, a long wooden table off in uh, the corner and you see what looks like a, a reception desk off in the other corner. Do we already have a room? Uh, I well, think so. <laughs> did, I don't. Did we get a room? I I think we just told people to send us messages here. We did. Uh huh. Did you guys lose your memory after switching bodies? Uh, well, do you remember Flynn? Or do you need a trinket to remind you? No, I, I, that's why I'm asking, because I forgot too, and I don't know if it's the body thing or if, if it's something else. Everyone check their pockets, or I, I'll check my satchel. I'll check my I I really don't think we actually came here. I think that's right. This doesn't look familiar to me at I all. I don't remember it. And I think we just went straight from the party to favorite home. The worst thing that could happen is we get an extra room, right? Let's, uh, let's see about uh, uh, getting some chambers here. I'll approach the reception desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, as you do, as just as you approach and you sort of stand there in front of the reception area, um, a, a faint chime of a bell goes off without you even touching anything. And um, from behind a couple of red curtains, uh, you see a dwarven man uh, pop out. He's got... Uh, just a very patchy red beard and um, a, a pretty sizable mole on in the middle of his face. Um, and he walks out and uh, says, Hey, hello there. What can I, uh, what can I do for you? Uh, hi, uh, me and the companions here are just looking for uh, uh, rooms if you have any available. Um, 
Yeah, and he rubs his eyes and he sort of looks down at his desk and, and rummages through some papers and, and grabs a notebook and places it down in front of him. Um, and he says, uh, yeah, uh, a little late for you guys to be coming in. Yeah, well, uh, we've been on the road. Um, uh, it doesn't look like uh, you have much of a nightlife here. Uh, no, not really. Everyone's in by sundown. Ah, right. Forgot where I was for a moment. Um, well, uh, we don't mean to cause a fuss. Uh, um, no, not at all. Um, can I get you guys set up with the room? Uh, yes, uh, do you have one that would accommodate uh, the lot of us? Yeah, I've got uh, a couple of them open, um, depending on what you guys want. You guys want something higher end, lower end? We've got some great higher-end rooms, bigger, spacious, plenty of room to keep all your stuff safe, secure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's split. So we could all be together? Yeah, you guys would all be in one room. Take a step up. Is there the possibility that there's a window? Or it could be a large window. I can set you up with one by a window, yeah. Good, good. Um, I've got one right here that's got two windows. One in the bedroom, one in the bathroom. <gasps> there's a bathroom inside the room? Yeah, there's a bathroom inside the room. Calic. What? Can we have that one? I, I, uh, I don't have much money, Homer. How much is it? This one right now, we're pretty vacant. Uh, let's say five gold. Yeah! I got it. And I'll slam uh, five, six gold on the table. Okay. You guys have been through a lot. <sighs> so I'll treat you guys. Yeah, traveling has been really tough. Yes, yes, the travel. The walk. The usual. Yeah, 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 it's just, you know, a, a lot. I'm going to bed. I don't, I don't make a habit of asking many questions, so I'll just leave you guys to whatever weird stuff you guys are doing. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. And he swipes five of the gold off into a drawer and takes the sixth gold and puts it in his back yeah. pocket. Okay. Um, is there anything I can take up to the room for you guys? No, I, I think we've got uh, all we can carry on us. All right. Do you guys have Thanks. breakfast in the morning? Yeah, uh, yeah. What time would that be? That is going to be at uh, 7 o'clock, usually to about 8.30. We've got a chef that uh, that oh. works here. He, well, takes, right. he takes orders. I mean, if you want to have something special, we can. I can put in an order for you right now and uh, have it ready for you in the morning. You know what? Yeah. You guys have um, lemon pastries? I could have him do a lemon pastry. He does some pretty great desserts. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Um, that's just going to be... Uh, uh, for a pastry, five copper. Got it. Give him, give him another gold. Okay. Hey, puts the other gold in his back pocket. Thank <laughs> you. All right. Um, I'll have him put that in right now. Any, any other special requests? Uh, just one. I would urge you not to judge too harshly. We're not so weird. The longer that you stay around us, I put my hand on the table, and uh, is it a wooden table? Yes, it is. It's made okay. of wood. <laughs> and so slowly from the wooden table, these like tiny little shamrocks like kind of sprout around my fingers. Between our urges and our tastes and our appetites, we're actually quite fantastical in our own way. I avert my eyes. I'm just staring at the fireplace. <laughs> but all in good fun. I give him a wink and I turn. And then the shamrocks shrink back into the, <laughs> shrink back into the table. So that's going to be a no on the food order. Okay. I'd uh, like uh, <laughs> if you could just have some cornmeal, oatmeal, something of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something of simple. Course. Of course. Terrific. Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, if you'd like, I can show you guys up to your room. Mm -hmm. Thanks. All right. Um, and he uh, steps out from behind the counter 
and he walks out with you guys and takes you guys up uh, two flights of stairs and down the end of a hallway and opens up the door. And it's it's like a thick wooden door. It's got um, like these these beautiful floral engravings on the outer edge of it. And as he opens it, um, you can just see that there's some so there's some weight to this door. Um, and it opens up into some pretty beautiful chambers. Um, you can see that there's a common area. And as you guys walk in, you can see that there are two bedrooms on either side. And then next to uh, attached to each of those bedrooms is a designated bathroom. Um, and you can see each of the, the rooms has their own window. Um, but as you guys look around, the more you guys look around, you can see um, some like uh, a little um, uh, potted flower on a table. You can see that this 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 room is pretty well dressed. Um, some beautiful silk curtains um, lining those windows. And as you guys walk in, um, the dwarven gentleman uh, takes his leave, shuts the door behind you, and uh, you guys are, are free to yourselves. I immediately run in and I jump on one of the beds, up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, and then I like put my arms up and I fall back so that I'm laying back on there and I roll around and I roll around. <laughs> wow, this place is nice. I, I, I don't know that I've ever had such fine accommodations. We should do this more often. You mean journey to the capital city of one of the world's great civilizations? Guys, last night? Did you just compliment dwarves, Shreya? I, it feels very strange to me, but I'm just getting back and used to adjusted to being in this and I flick my fingers again. No, oh, I still can't do that. I can't do that anymore. I look over at Oma. Guys, last night, we slept outside of a cave in the rain. And tonight, luxury. Just makes you reflect on all those who don't have the opportunity, you know, to sleep in such fine places. No, I wasn't thinking about that at all. Why would you do that? Because it keeps things in perspective, Oma. Perspective, and I'm gonna get up, and I'm gonna go into the bathroom and shut the door and take a long bath. Okay, all right. Um, and as you're as you're sitting there, you see that there's like five different kinds of soaps, and you've got a little scrub at the end of, of the bath, <laughs> and like it's pretty decked out. It's great. I make as many bubbles as possible. Okay. And I use shape water mm-hmm. to make like dolphins swim next to me, and like I'm gonna have a great. Okay, I'm going to have you make a general dexterity check. Don't break anything, Alma! Crash. Um, 18. 18? Um, you're keeping it pretty well contained within the bathtub. No water, no soap is getting anywhere that you don't want it. Um, and uh, the rest of you guys just here in the bathroom, water being splashed around. Does put a smile on my face to see Alma being able to be a, a child. Yeah. Yeah. We do deserve a break. Oh, how are you feeling, Finn? Really, really tired. I'm still, I think I'm still recovering. I'm almost, I'm feeling almost better. Mm. Yeah. From your little bout with yourself. Good. I'm glad you're up to snuff. Yeah, I've been reading my books a little bit more, and I think I'm figuring something out. But I don't. I don't know. I'm still so beat. I think I'm just gonna. I mean, I would love to party here right now, but I'm really tired. I might just go right to bed. Oh, 
Understandable. How about you and I work on creating the party? Then, as I nod my head toward the door, I think our friend there mentioned that there's no real after evening things to do to speak of. We may be on our own to create it ourselves. Oh, right. Maybe we shouldn't have a party because we might get in trouble and get thrown in jail like Timmy. Could it be revelry against the law in a place like this? I wouldn't put it past it. It would seem there's some kind of curfew. You know, the yeah. tavern keep was... Uh, Seems like there's a lot of curfews in this kind of place. Yeah. I, uh, I'd be, you know, I, celebration is in order. We've got our bodies back. We didn't die. <laughs> but maybe quiet celebration. Well, and I think uh, perhaps this room is too well put together. I think there might be some changes in order. And I like... Don't my, break anything, Shrana! I, I touch my finger to the, to the plant and then I extend my staff up toward the ceiling and I want to druid craft some like really colorful vines that are want to dangle like across the ceiling that almost have a uh, not not quite like confetti like little spinner helicopter things but they they sway and they twirl and they're like little multicolored flowers that are shiny emerging from the vines from the ceiling. Can I do that with Druid? Of course. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Let's go. Hell yeah, you can do that. That's awesome. All right. So are these like hanging from the ceiling down like where we can touch them? Yes, yes they are. Oh man, it's so tempting! And I grab one and I like kick off the bed corner and kind of swing around, woo! <laughs> All right, well, that's nice, I guess. <laughs> um, you can feel them too, they're very soft. And I like brush one against my feathers. We'll admire them from afar. Yeah, right, sure, yes. So I'm gonna stay in the tub with my shapes in the water until they fade, which is about an hour from now. <laughs> okay. And once they fade, is there like a big fluffy bath towel or like robe? Um, make an investigation check. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, there's sort of a standard towel laying there by the by the bed, um, but you're not satisfied with that. So you go and you open up all the cabinets and you do find a cabinet filled with fluffy towels and uh, like robes and little uh, face towels and just all of the amenities of, of luxury. Great. I'm going to put on one of the robes and it's way too big for me. Way too big. And I'm going to wrap it around myself and then I'm going <laughs> to exit the room, <laughs> see all the flowers. Okay. And then I'm just going to trudge to one of the beds and I'm just going to curl up and go to sleep. <laughs> okay. Um, with the the hot water and with the um, the huge robe and the comfy bed, this is probably the fastest you have ever fallen asleep, um, and just being beaten up. Um, that also that also adds to it. Um, okay, Olma is asleep. Is there anything else uh, you guys want to do before crashing? Yeah, I mean that was an hour later, so I'd probably be already be asleep by the time she got out of the. Okay, so I'm probably passed out on one of the beds. Uh, before I craft uh, my little like vine lambsier bed, uh, I, I'm gonna like dot the tip of the crystal to each little vine, and uh, from the vines, uh, I would. And again, you'll have to tell me if this is mine or enough. But uh, little uh, little crickets, I want to emerge from the flowers, and then just give like a soft like, not audible <laughs> so that other rooms in the area can hear it, but like soft enough so that it gives a comforting sort of like nice cricket soundscape first. Yes. I will allow it. Yeah. I Man, allow it. I'm really stretching here. I thank Love you. It. No, I it's it. cool. It's okay. really cool. Hey, you're finally back in your body. You gotta take uh, this. You gotta, you gotta take this. Um, uh, is there a fireplace in this room? 
Um, there's not a fireplace in this room. Mm-hmm. You did see a pretty sizable one down in the lobby, though. Down in the lobby? Yeah. Mm. Are there sconces in this room? There are, yeah. Um, I would like to douse one of the sconces. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, if I'm if I can find some privacy, I would collect some of the ash and um, uh, stand, uh, actually rather kneel uh, next to one of the windows, um, and pull out my my uh, three ringed amulet and uh, just gaze for a moment at the amulet. Um, habitually running my fingers around each of the rings um, and getting ash on it as I do. And then I'll take some of the, the ash uh, and I will just um, do as i was shown and, and run it down uh, from my forehead to my nose. What's to be done? What can we do together? Those people at the temple, they called me a seer. They s- said I could see things others can't. So why do I feel so blind? And then I will just take a moment and um, just sit with that that thought. Okay. Everyone is going to sleep? Yes? Yes. Um... Since I kind of fell asleep a little earlier, I'm hoping maybe I could wake up a bit earlier. Just kind of like... I'll yeah, effectively take first watch. Um, I know we're not doing watches, but I will have done that. Yeah, um, yeah. as, as you take some time, um, you hear the streets outside are silent. The rooms next to you, silent. Um, it seems almost as if this place is deserted, but you know from the previous hours walking around the city, it's definitely not. Um it is just very quiet. So um, as you finish what would essentially be a first watch, um, you go to sleep, and a little while later, Flynn, you wake up. <sighs> I look around to the group that's still slumbering, sleeping. Yes, <sighs> I feel a little better. I look over to my bag and grab my books kind of lay them out on my bed as I kind of like sit crisscross and just <sighs> alright there's gotta be some answers in here I'll open up the abjuration book start flipping through it's all doesn't make any sense I, like there's so many words there's so many letters I'll look down at my arm wait hold it up to one of the books one of the one of the symbols and look at the abjuration symbol on my arm. That matches. That matches there. And that matches there. And I'll flip through the other book, my uh, Iron Light book. And that, that match. This is shield. But why? Why are there so many? Why is there all this text? I look back at my book. There's only like a few... Hold on. Muscle tension? Volume? Volume of voice? Start? Stop points? What? This is way more technical. 
maybe, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Where's my highlight book? Okay. Where's that spell? Huh. <laughs> of course. Of course I didn't read these. Victor would be so upset. Alright, well. I guess I'll read it now. Less pressure and dragging fingers. Okay. Start at a non-dominant foot heel? Is that what I was doing wrong? <laughs> I'll look around to the group again. And smirk. And I'll look out to the window. Is the sun rising yet? You can see that the, the sun is just beginning to rise over the horizon. Hmm. Well, if it works, it'll be one hell of an alarm. All right. I'll hop off my bed. Let's give this another go. Okay. Um, as you hop off of your bed, um, you take your stance and you take note of some of the more technical aspects of, of this spell. Um, and whereas before it was just sheer force of will that you were trying to get this thing out, yeah. um, this time when you're when you're casting it, it is more deliberate, more thought out, more well-placed. Um, and uh, as you go to cast this, it feels smooth. It feels like you're not having to force anything. And all of a sudden, these winds begin to pick up around your feet. And the air begins to move around you, and it moves up towards your knees and up <laughs> towards your hips. And almost like a tornado, it begins to, to spin and whirl around you. And pretty soon, things are flying across the room. <laughs> Everyone else jolts awake as you guys see Flynn in this <laughs> absolute tornado of wind throwing things across the room. Guys, I did it! One moment of peace! Flynn fell One bloody moment of peace! Uh... I, I, I'm coming back over here. Is it you or is it me? Is it me or is it me? Is it me or is it me? And I look at... What? 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 Ah, I have power! Yes! Get a colorful plant life in me eyes! And, <laughs> and Flynn, as you are in the midst of this tornado of wind and uh, looking down at your books in front of you that are, that are still laying there on the ground clicks in your head how much more technical you need to be and how much more thought out all of this stuff is and um, as that that piece sort of unlocks in your mind you level up did we get a long rest the rest of you got a long rest (laughs) (laughs) as I realize that my party is getting visibly upset I will uh, drop my concentration (laughs) guys guys I did it (laughs) I did it did what? Disturb us once more with your tomfoolery. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that too. But I also figured out the, what I was doing wrong. And what was that? What? What were you doing right? Well, well, what I was doing wrong. <laughs> what I was doing wrong was um, I was trying to force magic out, and I wasn't focusing. I wasn't thinking about it. And before, when I, maybe it was because I've practiced so much on these, I guess movements, I knew them. But this is a movement I've never done before. So now 
I had to learn it. And I, I was just winging it. I was, sorry, improving it, like I've been told, but I guess there's a balance. Well, I think you may have been winging it right out. Uh, can I, I know this is jumping back a little bit, but as the wind was circulating, uh, can I say that uh, I could have maybe directed some of the wind, like, out past the windows, or would the windows have stayed sealed? What kind of windows are they? Um, if you had directed wind out towards the windows, they would have burst open. They would have burst open. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say that I did that as like a gut, like okay. not almost inadvertently being okay. like, holy shit, there's wind. I'm going to direct it. Are we in danger? Yeah, for um, sure. So now at this point, the windows are completely open. The curtains have actually blown out and are now hanging. While they're still hanging inside, the bottoms of the curtains are actually hanging outside of the windows. So uh, returning to that sentence, maybe just winged it right out into the world. Oh, yeah. My short friend. Um, I'll look around the room. Oh, yeah. It's a mess. Well, I'm glad that the moment we had some luxury, we immediately went about defacing it. I think it's actually quite a brilliant prank, Flynn. Yeah? I mean, if, I can try uh, and do it again. I, is it possible to perhaps uh, make the room look even worse? Oh, yeah. And I'll look to the I look to Kellek and as I'm like <laughs> as I'm like getting my fingers rubbed together in like the abjuration and I'm about to tap it on my knee, I look at him and it's disapproving, I'm guessing. I I I don't know. I'll look to him and I'll see what he's I glower. And I, <laughs> yeah, we I, know we know I, you're disapproving. <laughs> Just tell us how disapproving. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I this is a rude awakening. I'm I'm very un, unhappy. So as I look at him, I, I let the magic from my fingers fade. I don't know if... Certainly once was enough, Len. Right, right. Too much of a good thing. We're that. going to have to put the room back together. Or we're going to be You're in trouble here. You're going to have to put the room back together. I'm not doing anything. I didn't cause this. Or we just give our friend downstairs another gold. Or we just... And I look down into the street. <laughs> Go about our day. This is a place where people get hanged for wearing purple robes. So two gold then, probably? <sighs> just clean it up. And you, you can just get rid of all the plant life, right? So that'll be a start. And then you can just pick up all the mess you made. Uh, I'm not quite sure about I tap my staff against the wall. Uh, the, it's, a, it's a bit full at the moment. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to take it all back in. Yeah, I'm like if really tired. If you two don't clean this up, then some unfortunate person who never gets to sleep in these rooms ever and sleeps in a broom closet downstairs is going to have to do that. So Clean up your mess. So three gold? Clean up your bloody mess, you Fine. child. Okay. I twirl the, I twirl the crystal strap, staff up upside down and start sucking the <laughs> vines <laughs> up into it. But uh, they leave a sticky residue <laughs> on the ceiling okay. that goes unnoticed. I hope. I'm going to attempt to reach out and grab the curtains that are mm -hmm. probably like three times my size and, and yes. pull them back into the open window. Okay. Um, I'm going to have both of you guys. <laughs> What's the check about? Make a cleanup check. Make yeah. a cleanup check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just roll it. An straight, adulthood check. <laughs> straight D20. And this is not a disadvantage because my exhaustion is finally gone. Your exhaustion is gone. Wait, what's the check? Three. <laughs> Uh, make it a wisdom check. Oh, oh okay. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yes. 
Thank you. Five. Does, does um, that change the outcome? Do I fall out the window? <laughs> mm, I shouldn't have said that. We'll see. I shouldn't have said that. See how well Shia does. Uh, 22. 22. Oh. Okay. Um, Flynn, you're totally preoccupied with the spell that you just cast. Yeah. And like you're you're sort of cleaning up the same corner for like 20 minutes. You're just sort of daydreaming and, and, and wiping up the same corner um, that is now at this point well cleaned. Uh, but you don't quite notice that as Shreya uh, cleans up the rest of the room to pretty much how it was before. Um, putting things back on the shelves, uh, putting things back on tables, and, uh, and all that. Do I notice the sticky residue that remains on the ceiling? <laughs> Make a perception check. Okay. Okay, that is a uh, <laughs> uh, 21. Uh, 21. Carefully inspecting everything that these two are doing. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, you notice there's a little bit of sticky stuff on the ceiling. I can't believe I'm asking for your help with this. What? Bear with me here. And I cast destroy water on the residue. (laughs) Okay. Um, And as you do... Um, it's it's like this this goop and it all dries up and it begins to sort of float down as this dust into the room. Thank you. Thank you kindly. All right, are we all done here? Should we get about to rescue an old Miss Chum? Yeah. <laughs> um, how are we going to do that, though? This seems really bad. That's a good question. I hadn't really considered the plan. It's uh, not like we can just... Walk in. Perhaps there's a seedy underbelly to this uh, uh, clenched city. Yeah. Uh, person with uh, some kind of information on the run-ins of the prison. Our last prison break didn't quite go uh, as planned, if we could even call it a plan. So no. probably better if we prepare for this one. Okay, how do you find a seedy underbelly? Um, we could start in the tavern downstairs. Well, if this city is as hard and regimented as a rock, why don't we simply lift it up, see what's there? What does that mean? <laughs> well, in my experience in the wilds, and I have no reason to believe that this place is anything like that, and I've noticed that the more you try to contain... Life, the more life struggles, struggles to break out. So maybe we could find the breaking points of this city. Maybe we could find the places where there is the most control, and then we can see what might be pushing against it. I think that tracks. Shall we start with breakfast? Yes, that's a great idea. All right, lemon pastries. And I run downstairs. (laughs) Wait, I wanted to ask you something. What? I catch up to him. What? We're going down the stairs. Uh, maybe not now. I'm starving as well. Yeah, I really want a pastry. But I wanted to ask you, we need, I want to know. Can we hurry this up? Can we move? Yes, we can move. At some point, I want to know more about what you saw in that temple. What? When we were sitting in that temple next to each other, I want to know more about what you saw, what you were, what happened to you. Oh. Oh. But let's eat first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys rush downstairs. Um, and you guys can see that uh, at that long uh, table that you guys had had seen the previous night, 
Um, it is now, uh, it looks like a, a banquet hall, pretty much. Um, you see about 15 patrons sitting there, um, all of them dwarvish, and uh, you see them at different ages, different uh, sizes, and um, all sitting there enjoying breakfast. And uh, as you guys approach, you see that there are a couple of seats that are not occupied at the moment. Um, you guys run up and there are actually um, two of them that are right next to each other. And as you guys go and sit down, um, you guys notice that there is a bunch of food laid out in the middle of the table. And people are pretty much just grabbing what they want. There are some like biscuits, there's some eggs that are there um, and just scooping onto their own plate. And Flynn, as soon as you sit down, um, the dwarven man from the previous night uh, walks over in a much nicer apron than what he was in cool. last night. Um, comes over with a, a nice little yeah. uh, a plate, and it's got a, a perfect lemon pastry sitting on top of it. Oh, is this for me? That's for you. This looks amazing. That's pretty good. Well, I know the best place to get these, so it's going to have to be pretty good to be better than that. Well, now you know the best place to get these. <laughs> and he walks away. To oh, the I stare at it. I look at Shrek. Do you want some? Uh, maybe just a tad. Is there a silverware? I'll, I'll cut it in half. Okay, you cut it in half, and like this, this lemon filling begins to, to pour out. Well, here, take half. I grab half, I taste it. Uh, is, it uh, is it good? It is incredibly sugary. It is this <laughs> light, flaky, crispy pastry on the outside and then on the inside it's got this this warm uh, lemon filling I'm staring at him like as soon as I hand it to him I was just intently watching is is it good it's a it's a it's a lot (laughs) I may have to follow it up with uh, with something what does a lot mean it's a lot of good a great goodness really yes yes uh, oh no way and I'll dive in and start chowing down okay um, Flynn, as you're eating this thing, um, it is good. It is really good, but it's just missing like yeah. that. That yeah. it's missing that taste of home. It, it's it's missing something. I mean, like this is all right, but I'll whisper. I think the uh, I think the ones in Hatterfeld are better. Yes, well, we all have our, our preferences for the places we love. Well, I'm gonna go get some eggs. And I'll and, get up and go get eggs. And uh, okay. immediately, as he goes and gets up some eggs, I'm gonna like slip my, uh, I'm gonna slip my hand under the table, and uh, I'm gonna just like feel around for like any anything raw that someone might have left, like some like seeds or like just scraps, really. Okay, make an investigation <laughs> check. Yeah. Oh, uh, that is gonna be gonna be gonna be. A, oh, I don't get anything out of that. Okay, that's an eight. <laughs> um, an eight. Uh, there are just like scattered on the ground underneath your chair, just like some um, some sesame seeds that uh, someone probably put over their dinner last night that just fell onto the ground. Oh, yes. Seeds, seeds, <laughs> seeds. Give them to me. I say this under my breath. Uh, uh, and uh, I look up and around, perhaps for any like, uh, since they're scattered, uh, like where like a, condiment bar is or like places to like put toppings on you see all of the food here is laid out on the table at the moment you don't see any sesame seeds you do see a little bowl of um like some nuts at the end of the the other end of the table i'm gonna as casually and 
sneakily as possible, go over there and try to take the entire bowl of that. <laughs> okay, make a sleight of hand check. Yes. All right. Uh, sleight of hand. All right, I got it. Okay. Get something good. No! Oh, my uh, That's a seven. It's a seven. Um, it's as lucky, you, though, right? As yeah. you reach out, um, you see a dwarven man uh, sitting there who has uh, this this sort of uh, sort of uh, short and well kept white beard? Um, he's got little tiny reading glasses on his face, um, very well dressed. He's got like this full three piece suit, and he's got a book in his hands as he's as he's reading it. And as he he doesn't even take his his eyes up from the book that he's reading as he goes, "Are you going to take all of that?" Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I just me, I've, I've forgotten myself. Uh, well, uh, and I look him dead in the eye and I say, I have quite a few dietary restrictions, I think they're called. And, well, uh, if these fine nuts are not in short supply, and I, uh, actually I'm going to pull out a gold piece. Yes, I, I would rather like to take the whole thing. Uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> Why? Oh, uh, well, no, that's an eight. An eight? <laughs> what is go? Oh, and then <laughs> I'm not good at that kind of stuff. Um, he says, "Well, um, I first of all, I don't need your money. Um, and second of all, you may take a few, but the almonds will remain here. <laughs> then I will give you fine dwarven gentlemen <laughs> the honor of." parsing it out for me. And I like thrust the bowl into his hands and I say, I trust your judgment. And he takes the bowl and looking at it, you can see it's it's almost three quarters of the way full and he sort of puts about half of it onto your plate. Very puts the well. bowl back. Very, very well. I appreciate your generosity. And I give him a kind of like little nod and uh, just a look. <laughs> All right. He goes straight back to his book. Uh, I'm going to tap. I'm going to like, as I walk away, slowly tap the staff uh, to the spot next to him. And I want to try to have something like slowly grow up and under his butt where he's sitting. <laughs> Like a like a plant, like a like a like a little not thorny, but just something like that that might like tickle him a little bit. Slap his butt. Okay, <laughs> make another sleight of hand check. All right. What a morning. Oh, trying to find uh, a seedy underbelly. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> that's a that's a nine. Uh, that's a nine. Let me see. <laughs> For the most part, no one notices. Hey. Yes. <laughs> and he's just tickled every now and then. Perhaps he doesn't know why. Perhaps he does. If he looks, he will. Uh, he is into his book. He doesn't even care to check. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Oma and Kellick, you guys come down and find Flynn and Shry sitting there at the table. Um, and there are two chairs uh, that are vacant on the opposite side of where they're sitting at the table. Guys, over here on this side. Kellick. Yes, I'm um, I don't know if it's because I was in your body recently, but are they always so crazy? They're just like running around everywhere and causing havoc everywhere we go. I think they're relieved, Alma. 
you know, it's been a stressful time for us. And people will bottle up all that energy sometimes, and then when you get a chance to let it out, it, it can be a bit uh, chaotic. But how do you keep up? <laughs> yeah, as you can plainly see, I, I don't. I'm, I'm trailing behind here pretty steadily. You just try. You just, you just do your darndest. When you show people your best, uh, they'll return it, I found. And uh, uh, chaos notwithstanding. Okay. I don't understand any of that. Um, maybe it's something you just learn in time. Maybe. Do you find their actions uh, upsetting? Well, when they wake you up like that, yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know, Flynn's proud of himself. He's uh, been really hard on himself lately, and honestly, as, as much as I don't like to be uh, awoken, uh, it's good to see him not be so angry at himself. Not so dour. I guess. Any situation like that, you know, even try to face in the room with those vines, uh, there are good sides and bad sides, you know. There's always... Always a, a spectrum of of ways to look at what's going on, and uh, I find it's good to keep them in balance as much as possible. As much as I struggle with that myself, and I look at my ash-covered trinket uh, in my in my just still kind of grasped uh, grasped in my hand. Let me say we have some breakfast. Yeah. I see some biscuits with my name on it. You don't say your name. That's silly. Oh, you look right here. There's a little... And, I, and, I, and I'm gathering and playing. Uh, see, this one... Uh, it, oh, they spelled it wrong. You know, they only used one L. Uh, and this one, they put an R in there for some reason. Oh, well, oh and this one. This one, I, I think, is meant for someone else. But let's just say it has my name on it. You know, let's just say... <laughs> I, I continue doing this routine for as long as Alma will entertain it. Okay. Um, all right. And then all of you guys uh, at, at this point... Come and sit down at the table. I'm not. A, I'm not actually sitting at the table. I'm in the corner, just mowing down <laughs> on this the nuts okay. that I have in my hand. And every now and then, if you look over, you you just be like, <laughs> and these like kind of just it's just satisfied. Just all right. Everyone yeah. else sees uh, Shri starting to get some stares. Um, some people are starting to to take note of hmm. him standing mm-hmm. in the corner. Just some odd looks. Does anybody look not bothered by this? Um, strangely, the dwarven man in the suit reading his book. <laughs> he is really into that book. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Um, does anyone look especially bothered by it? Um, make an inside check. Okay. And I, I, you mentioned the book, and with my more fascination with them, can I maybe glean what it is? Just take a look over while I'm sitting and eating. Can I maybe try and figure yeah, out? Yeah, make it a is? perception check for me. Okay. 24 on the inside. Uh, 24. You do see um, that there is a woman sitting there with uh, what is presumably her two children sitting next to her. Um, and as she's like passing out food to her kids, she keeps giving him this side eye. Okay. I'll just clock that. Okay. I'm just, I'm just watching for potential threats. And also I'm trying to keep an eye out for the uh, the proverbial seedy underbelly. <laughs> okay. Uh, Flynn, what was that roll? Um, eight. An eight. 
Eight, yeah. Okay. Um, he does actually sort of prop it up against himself at, at a certain point, and mm -hmm. so the cover is is showing. Um, you've never seen this book before, but you are able to, to read the cover, um, and the cover says, The Tumultuous Findings of Grumblow Greenward. Okay. Hmm. I'll note that, but it, it, it doesn't seem like it's like a, like a spell book or anything, like magic stuff. You can't tell. I'll finish my breakfast and then okay. make my way over to him. All right. Can I help you with something? Hi. I'm Flynn Fellowief. Uh, good to meet you, Flynn. My name is Jakarlam. Jakarlam. Huh. Oh, my, my manners. And then in Dorvish, I'll begin to speak. Um, I couldn't help but you were really enraptured by this book. I'm curious what it's about. And in, in Dorvish, he sort of raises his eyebrows to you and, and uh, a little bit of a smile on his face it responds in Dwarven um, and he says, oh yeah, I just picked this book up last week, I'm fascinated Is it what's it about? It's uh, a storybook, it's it's a bit of a murder mystery Oh, I haven't heard many of those Where'd you get it? I got it at the bookstore just down the street Huh, I'll have to go check it out Bookstore, you say? Yes. Is it just stories there? Or do they have other kind of books? They've got all sorts of books over there, um, from your um, uh, novels to your biographies to your spell books. Oh, spell books. Huh. Thanks. I'll give him a nod and head back to the table, which, uh, or wherever if you guys have decided to sit down, I'll join you. Uh, the Mighty Bale, by the oh. way. I, you might want to turn around. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'll, I'll, I'll rejoin the party. Where's Shreya? He's in the corner over there. <clears throat> the Starlum oh. Commodores. Oh. Oh, yes. I'm you, mm, gosh, I need more of this. I'm going to look around to see if I can find some more nuts. It just across, <laughs> out of Okay, out make an investigation check awesome. for me. I'm still starving. There we go. Now you're rolling like I'm, a pro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I have okay... Uh, there we go. Oh, nothing. No, nothing. Uh, 15. <laughs> 15. Okay, you're looking over the table. You're getting desperate. Um, and you see in, uh, nestled in like a little basket of lettuce, and you couldn't see it before because there's like a lot of lettuce around it, is uh, a little bowl of sesame seeds. Yes! The sauce! And I grab it, and I just, uh, <laughs> take it, and I bring it back to another corner of the room. Perhaps, uh, and try to more silently go. I would like to try to block it, like stop like at the table, I would like to try to like grab onto Shreya's arm just casually okay. as he's doing this and just whisper, you know, it would be less obvious that you were doing this if you did it at a table. I don't want to be near any other people right now. I, I... Everybody's watching you. And I stealthily <laughs> try to, and I, and I stealthily try to slip under the table. <laughs> Okay. As Shrey is getting underneath the table. As a bird. As a, as as a, bird, a six foot bird, a, right? I'm not even. Lay my body out so that it's there's like. There's no stealth check for this. You are a giant bird oh, climbing under a table. Pump the table. What are the rest of you guys doing? I just follow him back to the table and sit at it and just I, like shake I my head. I literally just carry on. I don't even look at him. I just carry on eating my biscuits. Uh, what is everyone in this? area is doing now. <laughs> I'll look around as I see he's making a scene, so I look around to see what the patrons of the bar do. Everyone is like 
you can see a couple people have like sort of scooted themselves out from the table okay. a little bit. Um, yeah. The the mother of the two children is at this point she's not like trying to hide sure, her sure. her stare. She is full on staring. Um, this is a really uh, will, fancy tavern. This I is can't. a really fancy place, and Jacarlum is still reading his book. I will uh, <laughs> I will just raise my hand as as I as he makes this. A ruckus in Dorvish. My deepest apologies. He's just very, very hungry, and he kind of gets um, beside himself. Apologies. I'll just say that in Dorvish as he's chowing down. <laughs> okay. Doesn't seem to change the mood of. I try. Of the people I behave as though I am not with them. <laughs> okay. If you, if you will, <laughs> guys. Maybe we can just get some of these seeds and nuts to go. Maybe seeds and nuts are all ready to go, Flynn. They're all around. Uh, right. Yeah, why don't we just get out of here then? <laughs> As he says that, the bowl just slides out from underneath the table across the room. Okay. It looks like he's you done. You guys are done with breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but wait! We'll say one more time. No, I, you guys are done. No I, have, I have wrapped up like a little sandwich to, to go. Like okay. I've like made this bit this whole time just like making okay. myself a little like egg, bread, whatever. And like put it in a napkin to take with me. Okay. Awesome. I, so, as you guys yeah. are getting up from the table, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. Um, as you guys are getting up from the table, what, what's what's the game plan um, um, as you guys are leaving breakfast? Guys, I, I don't I know we got stuff. I mean, yes, we can come back, but we may not be back. I'd like to go to the temple um, uh, of Zachary. Uh, yeah. I think I have unfinished business there. Uh, and uh, I might be able to use the people there as a resource for information. That's my only thought. Uh, if anybody has a better idea, I'm happy to hear it. Uh, no. I'm... Um, I'm thinking about walking around those statues of, of like, the, 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 royalty? the royalty and maybe just, like, looking and seeing if I can see any sneaky ways inside the walls. Walls? Yes. Walls. Yes, were those were those statues near where the prison was? Do we know where the prison is actually? Um, you guys actually at this point don't even know where the prison is. Oh, but we do know that there's walls separating like an inner city, right? Yes. So um, there is. So what you guys have discovered in Oak and Spire is um, you guys know where the park is. You guys know where Hayfried's um, uh, teleportation circle is. And you guys know that in the middle of this giant city, there's an entire portion of it um, that is that is just miles and miles across that is completely walled off, um, that it has those statues around it. Um, yeah, we could look for an entrance or at least uh, try to, we could ask someone how to get I was just thinking city. about just walking around and seeing what I can see and, and, and doing some research. Yes, perhaps there are notices about the comings and goings of the things that happen here. Or like we could see guard towers. Does or this like... tavern have a bookshelf? Um, it has quite a few. Yeah, over by that fireplace. Okay, if I a cursory inspection because we're done with breakfast. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is is there like a history of Oakenspire or like some kind of like? Uh... Make an investigation check for me. Investigation. Uh, 15. 15. Um, as you're looking through, you're seeing a couple of fiction books, um, a couple of things. There's there's one about like um, uh, the founder of this, this inn and sort of like the history of the inn. 
And um, you actually go through and you see one that's called Oak Inspire, a history. And I will pluck that from the shelf and I will try to see if there's in the table of contents, mayhaps, mm-hmm. something about this like inner city. For sure. Um, yeah, you do see a, uh, a couple of chapters dedicated to the inner part of the city. Okay. Um, can I, with the... I don't know. Um, is there is there a, a what's the first paragraph? <laughs> tell me of well, one of these chapters. I'll, I'll just I'll just tell you as as you flip through this. This is a there's like there's quite a few pictures, inscriptions. Um, none of the actual text is like these huge long pieces of text. It's actually quite brief in, in what it what it tells you and uh, pretty concise. So as you're looking through, uh, one of the first things is sort of the overview of the city. Um, you see that this city, um, while it is massive, is divided up into five sections. Um, there's the Northern District, Southern District, Eastern District, and Western District. There is also that center part of the, the city, which is the Royal District. Um, you see that the Royal District is just as large, maybe a little bit smaller than the rest of, of the, the districts around it, um, just in size and amount of buildings and everything. But each district you see could pretty much operate as its own city. Mm-hmm. Um, it has its own infrastructure. It has its own um, little sub-districts within it um, and, and everything. And uh, you see, reading through, um, Oak Inspire didn't wasn't always this big. Um, it was always the capital of Kaldur, but it wasn't always this big. And it actually started um, sort of as its own almost mini country. Um, and it produced, it had its own economy and everything. And, and what really made it boom was the mines that were here, the mines that go deep beneath the earth. But then once Kaldur, um, or once Oak Inspire began accruing its wealth, um, they were able to, to reach out and expand their influence to around the rest of Kaldur and sort of get a, get a good hold over the rest of the country. And they moved their mining operations out of the capital and just made this one central place to have um, sort of the bureaucracy and, and the high class of society. Um, so that's sort of the, the main gist that you get is there are a bunch of these different districts and mainly the Eastern District used to be the main mining facility before now it is converted into just a uh, another district of the city. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did Cal did Oak Inspire join Kaldor or did Kaldor grow out of Oak Inspire? Um Kaldor they were sort of created simultaneously and and Oak Inspire was designated as the capital mm-hmm. um but in those early days it was very much like it's it's difficult to reach and have influence over the entire country. So even though it was a singular country, a lot of it was sort of governing itself mm-hmm. until Oak Inspire was able to actually um, get its its reach to a, a, a substantial point. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Not anything in there about a prison? <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> so prison. So um. I'm going to have you make an uh, intelligence check for me. 
that was just sort of the 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 first chapter, the general yeah, overview, yeah, the yeah. history, and then after that, yeah. a brief history, a brief history, and then they sort of get into the, the more details. That's a five. It's a five. Um, you don't get an exact location, but you do know that um, you you catch a little glimpse of a lot of these mines, these these things that used to be the mines have been converted into military projects, prisons. Um, a, a lot of those old structures, um, once the mining was moved out of Oak Inspire, those were converted into, um, yeah, military installments, prisons, um, and, and different things that mostly the royal family uses. Um, are we just sitting around while he's looking at, like, do we, are we there? Are we? Yeah, this takes a couple minutes. So okay, so we're just hanging out at the table, finishing our... Exactly, yeah. Um, you finding anything? Um, as I return from the, from the fireplace, having reshelved the book, well, uh, it seems that the um, from what I uh, 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 consumed, um, the uh, prison might be in the eastern district, where there hmm. were once mines, which means if we're talking underground prison. That's going to be an even harder uh, caper. And the last we put. Do you think that this that's the only uh, book over there that had any information? I took a pretty good look at it. I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, if it helps, I I was talking to, and I'll point out the dwarf that has the book. I was talking to him, and he said that there's a bookstore down the street. Maybe they have plans or blueprints or something. Maybe we can check that out. And then Couldn't hurt. Shrian Alma can go scope the place out. I'm I could sure. really use an... You know, an in, not an in, what? An in to the prison. Yeah, it might be over there. They can look the place, look at the place, and we can check out the play, like the store, the bookstore. Lead on, Flynn. Does that seem good to you guys? What was that? Huh? Well, we're gonna see if we can get more information at a at a bookstore, library, I guess. And you wanted to sneak around, and maybe you can go go with. Yes, I, I, I could come as well, but although I'll be completely honest with all of you, I, I really want us to be successful in our endeavor here, and I will pull back my, I will scale back my, my own, uh, well, ways of throwing mm, little bits and pieces of pranks and jokes into the fold. We may not be here for long if I continue that, and I realize that. Isn't the best environment for pranks? Yes, I can see that. As I look around, uh, can I tell that what's the what's been caused in the room, or like just gauge people's <laughs> feeling? Um, there's some stairs coming your way. Okay, uh, feeling this and feeling awkward about it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll just take a step outside. For, I'm gonna go outside, uh, and outside, I'm gonna look around for. Um, Seeing that my, in other Kaldurian cities have been very clear about rules and regulations, I'm just going to look around if there are any like postings or notices or like general guidelines uh, posted anywhere about just the city and the uh, uh, way of being in it. Okay. Um, before you do that, as you walk out of this um, this little tavern inn, um, you actually open the door and bump face first into a figure that's standing there. 
Jemmery, would you please describe your character? As he walks out uh, and and just totally bumps into you, please describe your character. A muscular copper dragonborn with scarlet eyes stands six and a half feet tall. A strong brow traces back to small horns and a crest of scales falls to above her shoulders. Brown fur lines the knuckles of her hand of her clawed hands and her feet. She dons brown short pants and a loose olive green shirt adorned with several strands of leather across and around her torso. One of several necklaces bears teeth and bones. She carries a large backpack with an odd mix of tools and weapons. A mace hangs from a large multi-pocketed belt and her right hand bears a maul. A closer look, you can see a long gash along the back of her right forearm and the dented and chipped scales of her left cheek lend to the crooked smile that greets you. <laughs> Hello. I, I, pardon me, I, I was just around getting some air. And as I look, I look deeper into the face of this being and uh, I take a step back uh, and give a closer look. And what? Are you a being of the earth, of the depths, of the... Uh, and I just try to, I just like searching for words because you, I, I sometimes take pride in being able to identify beings and yeah. just, I, I just look quizzically uh, and just lost for words. Well, I am what is called a dragonborn, Faraday Peaceblade, and you are... Uh, my my name is Shrya. I, I uh, dragonborn, dragons, born of born of dragons. Mm-hmm. And you just see me sort of physically like wince a little bit at the suggestion. Oh, I, I just pardon me. I, I I I find myself uh very uh adept at moving around the world, but not always so great at. Uh, discovering its inhabitants. So please forgive me if I've caused any offense. Uh, I take another step back. Uh, but I will assure you, uh, I am uh, I am very uh, welcoming to the different beings of the earth. I believe all beings have a place here. And I <laughs> try to attempt a, an odd kind of bow. That, that, that's quite all right. It, it, it's sort of a thing that happens with them. Um, not very many creatures are used to seeing creatures of my type. So I thank you for your consideration. When, what, what brings you to a place like this where I just look around? I mean, I'm sure you can see this. There, there are many people, beings, sorts that look as strange as, and I crack a little smile. I look at my down at myself and over. You and I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, well, I am actually um, here. I'm looking actually for some people I was sent by a friend. Um, Do I see the others or just Shreya? You just see Shreya. <laughs> just, yeah. You're in the just doorway. Shreya, like in the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually looking for some, um, I shall say, um, companions of a friend of mine, some acquaintances. Oh, well, uh, we, I suppose people come to Oakenspire for all different things. We are looking for a rather, oh, I, quite forgotten myself. Uh, and I take another step back. 
Uh, and I'm going to look around to see where the rest of my crew is. <laughs> right okay. behind you. <laughs> right behind you. What are you doing? Move You're out of the way. doorway. I'm sorry. I just... Are we going to get on with the day or not? Yes, Gosh, yes, of course. Like Who are you talking way? to? Your wingspan covers the door and You're then so some. so large. <laughs> right. I, 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 I said I've quite forgotten myself. Uh, <laughs> if, if you don't... Uh, and I uh, look back. What was your name again? My name is Faraday. Faraday, yes, uh, if you don't mind, uh, we are we are headed down uh, to go about our business for the day. Uh, uh, this is, uh, and I look back, um, right right this way, uh, band of uh, fellows, and actually, <laughs> and I sort of uh, chuckle to myself. This one's actually called Fellow in his name. <laughs> oh, uh, and I look wince over at Flynn. Uh, I mean, yeah, he. Uh, never mind. Hi, uh, yeah, so. Hi, my name's Flynn Fellowive. Greetings. Fa- Faraday? Faraday, yes. Hi. Hi. You're tall, too. What are you, uh, what are you doing here? I am actually an Oaken spy. I've been here for a while, but I've been sort of sent to look for some friends of a friend of mine, actually. Does, does this, uh, figure look like they're wearing... Dress of the guard or dress of anyone in this area that red wolf clothes, red wolf clothes, no. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, oak inspire wardrobe, oak inspire attire, attire, um, yeah. inspire attire. <laughs> uh, no, no, distinctly not that. Okay, um, actually, you said you've been in oak inspire for a while, yes. Um, I mean, if one. We're trying to find trouble, but not get in trouble, but find it. Where would they go? I would recommend not seeking trouble. I don't know how long you've been in Oganspire, but it is not a place that you engage in trouble, per se. We sort of make a habit of trouble. Uh, Uh, So if you were to. You know, if you just wanted to, to know where to avoid, you know... And I just, like, lean down. <laughs> I, like, bend down a little oh, bit. Yeah, down like, towards, <laughs> towards Oma's ear and say, Does the name Agents of Repair mean anything to you? Hey! <laughs> yeah! Oh, um... Yes. I, mm. I've heard that name before. Yeah, that's us! <laughs> what? Oh! I mean, that's us that have heard of that. Now look at Kelly. Like, that's us that heard of about that name before. I just shake my head. <laughs> King of keeping secrets, this one. I'm trying, okay. We have gone by that uh, title rather recently. Uh, where'd you come upon hearing it? Um, from a a friend of mine. Um. I'm a bit concerned. Let's um, move down here for a little bit more privacy. There's a little bit too much traffic here, if you don't mind. And I sort of lead them around the corner towards like an alleyway. I'm so. cautiously following. Wait, where are you going? Uh, and, and as I see her leading them on, and I, I look over, is being put them under a spell of some sort. And I, uh, I wander up behind, uh, and I look around. Where are we going? Is if you being led by this... Hello again. Hi. Hello. <laughs> uh, I can see your new leaf of not being disruptive, Shreya. It's really going great for you. 
I, uh, I'm a, sometimes a fast learner, sometimes a slow learner. <laughs> Aren't, Aren't we all? Aren't we all? I well, steady on. Well, try and I, I put a clawed hand just on his shoulder to just try to calm him down. Oh, We're just going around the corner. Oh, right. Uh, that, that actually feels kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the rest of you guys are following? Sure, yeah. Tentative word. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, and you guys uh, yeah. make your way around the corner, <laughs> and uh, you guys are in a pretty secluded alleyway in between two buildings at this point. Um, you said a friend sent you to I'll find us? Yes, I got a message from a friend. Um, you may have heard, but just for my edification to verify that you are, in fact, the people that I'm searching for, he is a resident of Marstock. Uh, you're gonna have to be more specific. Have we, we have a an acquaintance with a one-armed uh, horse keeper in Marstock. We've got um, well, maybe just that one. Well, there's a, a gnome <laughs> that turned into a, a glob. Of, we know a lot of people. We know we're very. Um, I know a woman who owns a farm, and gregarious. she loves me. Does she, she invited me to dinner anytime. So, is that your friend with the uh, sheep farm? Not the friend I'm speaking of, but I do frequent Marstock. I was just there about a month or so ago, and I have a friend there who works in a temple. There's only one temple in Marstock. Is it that temple? It's it's the only one, Flynn. Okay, oh my god, this is so annoying. Do you know Hayfried? (laughs) Are you the one in charge, little one? Yes! And I just give her a little wink. <laughs> yes, so I I have received a message from Hayfried that I should seek out the agents of repair because you are sort of on a mission and may need some assistance. That's so cool that he sent somebody along to help us. Full of favors, Hayfried is. How cool. Um, we could use help. We are, um trying to do something crazy and Hayfree gave us some tools but this place is kind of tough so we do need a little bit of help wait how do you know Hayfree again? we've known each other for a few years Um, it's a very long story but basically we have an understanding based on our past. Are you married? This wouldn't be the checkered past of Hayfreed's, would it? I put, I, I put my staff on Kalik's shoulder. Kalik, the friend of Hayfreed's, probably very powerful indeed. Perhaps we should welcome any kind of power. I don't of... welcome the powers of evil, Shreya. Well, so I'd like to confirm exactly what the nature of this person's relationship with Hayfreed yeah. was. We are in a very treacherous place. I might welcome any kind of power right now as I take a step back. Speaking of this place, what's your allegiance with Kaldor? And you just see me sort of uncomfortably shift and stand up straighter and sigh and say, very hesitantly take a deep breath and say, I served with the army of Kaldor and I flash some my military credentials and say but 
when it comes to allegiance, I am aligned with the side of peace. I look around at the group. Good answer. Yeah. Or one could say, repair. <laughs> I, I shake my head. <laughs> I like lean over to Kellogg. Why is everyone acting so weird? <laughs> I, I nudge Kellogg and I usually the, the other short one has more jokes. Um, but uh, I still feel uh, dissatisfied. Hey, Freed. How do you know him? It is a quite long story, but basically... Hayfried made us living as a torturer. And you have met Hayfried and you know that he has changed. Um, I met him quite a ways back. I had heard um, in my travels as a mercenary that there was an evil mage and I was sent to find him. And when I did, I... Hayfried and I had a very long talk and we understand that sometimes, especially in times of war, the darkness will pull you or you will do things that you absolutely regret and you try to live the rest of your life making up for it. Hayfried is a friend of mine and I trust him and therefore I feel I can trust you. And this is you making up for it? In some ways, yes. Well, we're trying to break into a prison. I nudge Kellogg. I thought we were trying to keep secrets. I just, (laughs) my my head has barely stopped shaking this entire conversation. Okay, well, obviously she's here to help us in Hayfried Center. So, I mean, when... When I was in your body, I could talk to Avery. Why don't you just ask him? Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't prepare that spell today. Well, why not? It seems like a really convenient spell. I don't like to just willy-nilly talk to people. Why not? Have you met him? I yeah. Shrug. <laughs> but it seems like a really convenient thing to do that you just avoid doing. Sure. There's lots of things that people might consider convenient that I avoid. And trust in folks is also one of them. So, uh, I appreciate you being here. Uh, did Hayfried give you anything to go on? Or did he just send you our way? Essentially sent me to find you. I know that you are up to a mission and that is about it. But you're trying to break into a prison, is that what you said? I mean... Effectively. Break in, break out... Alma, movement. Alma has a. F- I just, I just kind of like open, open palm my hands towards everybody. Just uh-huh. uh, yeah. Well, you wouldn't have to do that if you had a way of talking to Hayfried. Well, and Alma, if you had any spells at all at your disposal that didn't just blow buildings up, then we'd have a lot of solutions to our problems. I can do lots of things, and I like push my hands down like so hard and I stomp my feet and I disappear. Oh, what? Oh no, Alma! Where did you go? I'm not gonna fall for this one, Alma. I'm not bothered at all. You can disappear all you like, child. Where did she go? 
and I'm leaning back against the wall with my arms like crossed, just watching this really just amused. What's going on? I I I I, uh, I lean in and and I say, all right, fine. If you if you're really acquainted with with Hayfried, what what does his inner sanctum look like? Huh? Has he has he ever given you any information? Has he ever showed you the depths of what he can do? And I look back at the rest of the party. This shouldn't be too hard, right? And I look at Shreya. Perhaps we don't know the same Hayfried because Hayfried has given up using essentially all magic. He lives in a temple. He lives a very quiet life, and that is the life that he's chosen so that he can seek his reprieve from his his past. Ah, we might... But then again, and I look at my, I look at myself, I look at the party, the rest of the party, I look at myself, I look at the rest of the party. <laughs> and I, I give like a little nod. Something tells me we do. We might actually know the same Hayfrid. Yeah. Hmm. After about a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I come back. Except I was watching all of this. And now I'm behind Kellick. And I just like poke him on the side real hard. I, if I can, <laughs> yeah. ignore it. <laughs> I, I'm feeling the wall in the area where Alma was. And I'm like, did I know, do I notice her show up behind Kellick? Um, yeah, you would notice her pop back in. Yeah. Um, teach me. Oh, I need to. Um, I need to oh, roll. Yeah, I need spell? to roll wild magic. Okay. Oh no, this might. Ah! No. What was it? What was it? A three. A three. So as you so a three like, does not uh, beat a five. Okay. Oh my god. Oh boy. She's what right a... behind me? I know this whole you don't. We're not, I'd say we're not used to like this, but so are. much for keeping low profile. <laughs> Okay. So I don't I, think anything's gonna happen. So I'm still just there against yeah, the wall, yeah, just chilling. <laughs> okay. Let me see what happens here. Oh, jeez. Let's see. What a morning. Um. <laughs> At least we got breakfast. Never yeah. a dull moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Don't laugh like All that. Right. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Please, please. Um, Faraday, I'm gonna have you make a. I'm gonna have you make a charisma check right now. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, so I am. I am qualifying you as an ally within this spell. Um, so everyone oh, here. No. Everyone uh, has a minus two penalty on attack and damage rolls. Oh um, what happened? Oh, for the next minute. Okay. Yeah. You guys are fine. <laughs> so what, what happens? Yeah. Um, you guys uh, I feel like as, as um, Oma pops back into existence, like this, this wave of sort of like concussive energy slowly expands out around her. Yeah. Me too? Or just around me? Just around you. Um, and, and it slowly um, makes its way and envelops all of you. And for the next minute, all of you guys just feel a little bit like off balance, like wow. like the um, the the stability within your head is just sort of thrown off a little Does bit. Do I of, also feel this? You do not. Does it feel how it, how it was like the last few days for me? Kind of like, but like it's yeah. similar. Yeah. Oh. 
Maybe don't teach me. See, I didn't blow up anything. <sighs> I, oh, is it possible to tell where it emanated from, or are we just like a little bit out of it? Make a perception check for me. Actually, uh, I'm I'm just gonna use a natural twenty. Oh, okay. Hey. okay. There you go. Um, yeah, as you saw Oma as soon as she popped back in, right behind Kalik, and you see this this like wave of like energy coming out from her. I have my emotion, my staff over there. This one always, sometimes, maybe, uh, there are unexpected outbursts, and if if you can deal with that, then. Well, uh, maybe you can help us. Oh, if Heifried sent you to us, then he knew what we were on about. Then did he give you any of that information? He just said that um, my skills would be of use to you here. What are your skills? Indeed. Um, as I said, I was part of the... Uh, army of Kaldor, so I'm assuming that as I used to work in the prison system that and you seem to be wanting to break into a prison, that that is exactly why he contacted me. Oh, uh, uh-huh. that, that would make sense. Yeah, you should have led with that. <laughs> I had to ensure that you are the right people. <laughs> I don't know if you realize this, but we are in Oakenspire. They take things very seriously here, and as someone who used to belong to the army of Kaldor, if I get in any trouble with Kaldor, I will be labeled a traitor. Well, uh, spend enough time with us breaking into prisons. I think you're gonna get labeled as a traitor either way. This is why I rely on my skills, and that is why I'm checking to make sure that you are who you say you are. But again, I, as I said, you're a friend of Hayfried, and he has sent me to assist you. And depending on your plans and what uh, exactly you are trying to do in this prison... I may or may not assist you with this because, again, I do desire to not be labeled as a traitor. I would like to go on living outside of um, my time here in Oakenspire. You said prisons. How how many how many prisons are there scattered across this nation of Kaldor? Is is it all the prisons that you're familiar with, or or do you know slash have clearance with the the? Uh, my head is still spinning. With the prison in this city. I worked two years in this the prison here in Oakenspire, the main prison. Was that before or after you met Hayfried? Before. Okay, so then you met Hayfried and then you decided that you didn't want to be part of Kaldurian military anymore? Or you still are part of it? I'm just really confused. You say you don't want to be a traitor, but you also want to be on part of peace. And but you're willing to... You may or may not break into a prison for us, depending on what our plan is. And I just need to know, like, if you don't like our plan, are you going to tell your friends in the military? Or, like, I just don't really know what side you're on. What do you consider peace? Like, do you consider this peace? This... We are in a war, child. No, no, I, I know that. But, like, there's not a war here, and at night everybody has to, like, hide. So would you consider this <laughs> peace? One thing that I respect about Oakenspire is that there is an understanding of rules and law and good behavior, and there are 
There are good people and bad people on both sides. But, but Timmy was just a kid, and he got taken to prison just because he didn't have—he lost his papers, and that seems a bit extreme. Like they might cut off his hand, and all because he didn't have any papers. And our friend from—we were trying to find her, and she was just working in a temple, like sweeping. And they took her, and then like Xavier, they took him, and all we were doing was studying. So like, it doesn't really seem to me like that there are good people and bad people on both sides. Oh, my I can't believe I'm saying this. Have some respect for the city that we're in, even though it's populated with yeah, beings like dwarves. We can also, perhaps, bow to those who may be from other types of backgrounds. As I and, and as I say that, I look over and I'm just fascinated. I'm just fascinated by <laughs> like just okay, how this how this dragonborn <laughs> is like like just just uh, almost like I'm looking at like a like an alien almost mm-hmm. and just like mystified. Faraday, say we were to uh, we were planning on uh, getting uh, uh, three people, one of very high uh, interest uh, out of the prison here in Oak Inspire. Say we were to do that, we were planning on doing that, and that we did not plan on harming anyone past the necessary amount. Where does that sit with you? Well, I did serve in the army of Kaldor, and I, I, I approached Calixo like face to face while I did serve in the army of Kaldor I have no allegiance to ongoing battles and fights my desire is for peace and unfortunately in war not everybody understands the value of life but it seems like you do how are you achieving peace right now what are you doing Right now, peace is my ideal, but I understand I am I am but one being, and I can only do so much. I and I and I kneel down towards um, Oma, young one. You've lived your entire life with a wall around you. You probably only know violence and, and anger and and choosing sides. When you look at some of these soldiers, they only know one way. And especially when you're in the military, you, you're, you're almost groomed to think one way. You're groomed to think that the other side are, are bad and, and you should stop at nothing to, to win. I am not that. I lived too long as a soldier fighting before I realized that I had lost my way and that is why I left the military. I'm finding my own way, traveling and trying to learn. I, I, I am trying to understand how we can bring everybody to the table because I believe that is the way that we we find peace. So I've spent my, my last few years traveling. 
I understand your concerns with what side and what allegiance I may have, but I assure you I have no allegiance to the Kaldor army, but I also would rather not place myself in risk of being a traitor. If you do not have a plan that I feel will be successful, then I will have to step away and wish you the best of luck. But no, know that I understand that even in a place like this, even in war, you there are good people and they may be lost, but we do have to respect life regardless. I'll reach over and I'll grab her hand and I'll just hold it and I'll say, you sound really scared and like you don't know what you want to do to get peace. And I'm scared too. And I don't know what I'm going to do to get a repair. But we're all just working towards it and, and taking the next best step forward. If I had to hazard a guess, I'd say Hayfred sent you to us because our name is the agents of repair, but it's also our purpose. We, in our messy, uh, poorly thought out way, uh, are trying to put back together the rift between this country and uh, between this land. Um, I don't know that we can keep your um, citizenship here safe, but I can guarantee you that our aim is just my my friend he was trying to help me he was trying to help me found, find where I come from and, and, and why I can't control anything and he was trying to help me figure that out and and, and he thought he was on the right path but then they took him so I don't know what he found out or why they took him. And considering you can just like get like picked up for anything, like not having the right papers, it could have been anything. I will say this. I only laid eyes upon him once. But when I looked into his eyes, it seemed like he'd seen generations of things he'd rather not have seen. And I looked over to the rest of the party. Perhaps that's what the Kaldurians might be afraid of, and why they are keeping him under such tight lock and key. Perhaps they are afraid of him. We don't want to hurt anybody, and I can't guarantee that getting these three people out of prison is going to bring peace, but... It's the next right thing to do. And hopefully eventually that leads us to the right place. Just as Hayfried's stones in his chamber form, we're just putting one foot in front of the other. And this is the, the next step toward uh, Olma achieving a personal peace. 
if you will. Do you still have any association with the Kaldorian military? Are there are there ways that we could are there ways that you could make contact with them? I I think a plan might be hatching in my own brain, based on my experience with the previous prison complex that I investigated. Perhaps perhaps you could be attempting to imprison us. Perhaps you could be returning to the military and taking us in a sort of deceptive way into the prison as prisoners. What do you all think about that? That gets us in, but um, how do we get out then? I hadn't quite figured that part out yet. We improvise. I don't <laughs> like the way we improvise. <laughs> hey, we've been all right so far. I'm sorry. So you had no plan about how to. Well, we were in the midst friend. of forming it. Yeah, we were about. To we make just it. got here, and I don't know if you know this, but like I was not in my body <laughs> for so long, and we had to figure that out first. Okay, there was an island, and it was crazy. I'm and sorry, got- you were not. You were not in your own body. Oh, I thought I took as, pretty good care of you. <laughs> as you said, it was a long story. Yeah, speak for yourself, and I rub my knees sorely. <laughs> as you said, it was a long story. We also have quite a few long stories. Maybe best to leave that one unsaid for now. Yeah, point is, we just haven't had time to really focus on it, which is what we were going to do right now, and we were going to make a plan. We weren't just going to, like, run in. I was going to go and, like, go about the wall and, like, learn a bit more about the area. And I think they were going to go to, like, the library or something with books and figure some stuff out. And, like, we were just going to come back together tonight and and come up with something, you know? But you just happened to fall into our laps because of Hayfried, which, you know, all thanks to Hayfried. Thanks, Hayfried. And I just kind of, like, shake my head and say to myself, what has this old man gotten me into? <laughs> I mean, he sent, you, he sent you to us to help us because you know the prisons. Clearly, he knew that you knew that, and what you knew could help us. You're not quite... Well, uh, my I, head hurts. I think that's right. Anyway, I, I think he sent perfectly. you to us to help us. So, tell me a <laughs> bit more about your friend, please. My friend? Yes. Um, well... He's kind of like Hayfried if Hayfried didn't have a checkered past. Like, he can do a lot of things. I don't really know his past, so I mean, I guess he could have a checkered past, but like, I don't think he does. Um, but he, he helped me. I, I wasn't raised with him, but like once I got into town, he found me and he knows how to do magic and I know how to do magic, but it's kind of different. Like, I don't know how to do it the way he does it, and he can't do it the way I do it, but he was helping me figure that out. And we traveled for, like, a little bit, and 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 and, and then he was taken. And that's kind of all I know. Hmm. So we're talking about... Oh. And I just sort of take a moment and start, uh, just pace back and forth. So your friend is a highly powerful magic user. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, so he's got these, apparently, according to Shrya, he's got these, like, metal things on his arms that don't let him do any magic, but 
Hayfree gave us a little piece of string right here. And I pull out the little piece of string and we're supposed to wrap it around his arms and it's supposed to undo the magic and I hold up my and hand. then he can help us get him out. I, um, <laughs> your plan is to somehow go into one of the most protected prisons in to get a magical prisoner who is going to be very well guarded, very difficult to access and use something from Hayfried and then somehow escape. Well, Shrya saw him in prison before and he wasn't that guarded, so I mean, it shouldn't be that hard here. We're still forming the plan as well. I think we already mentioned, like, we, Yeah, and he was not guarded before. I think, they think, I think they think that the magical cuff things are, like, all he really needs because he wasn't really around a lot of people before, except when I saw him. When I saw him, they were transporting him, and then he had, like, lots of guards. But it's different. It's totally different. He doesn't even seem to remain in one place for very long. There is a chance that we go into that prison, and he's been moved again. I'll turn to uh, Faraday. Listen, I know this sounds like a lot, because it is. (laughs) (laughs) And I just sort of smile again. Oh, I guess I'm looking up. Um, But... We're going to do it. We're going to try. And if you want to help us, you can come along. This is apparently how you're finding peace, so it's up to you. Also, if you don't want to come with us, you don't have to, but we could use your help coming up with a plan because at least you know the prison. So, like, if you could just, like, help us build a map even, that would be great. Anything you could give us would be helpful just your just your knowledge you know so so maybe he didn't send you to us to like get us in and get us out and then you won't have to be a traitor you can just like give us information and help us build a plan with your military strategy because you're so wise and big and strong she's pretty big yeah and pretty and interesting <laughs> Why doesn't she ever talk to me like that? <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty too, Kellek. Thank you, fun. Yeah. I just look at Alma with this smile of like, oh, child. <laughs> <laughs> While this does sound intriguing, I will have to bring up that my services do not come for free. <laughs> okay, well, what do you need? I mean, Hayfried sent you to us, so what do you want? Well, and I do want you to consider also that not only are you getting my expertise, but if I come with you, again, I am risking my own potential future, depending on how this goes. Okay, what is the price for a plan, and what is the price for your help? How's a magical sword sound here? Yeah. <laughs> and I just sort of indicate the, the giant mall that's in my hand. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty cool. Okay. I'm just not at it. Yes. Okay, that still doesn't answer my question. What's well, your price? We're well aware of the risk you'd be taking to aid us, but we're not uh, brimming with time here. So what is it? Will he help us or not? And what's your price? That's it. And I turn to Kalik because I'm assessing that he's the leader. <laughs> because he has taken charge. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's fine. I get it by this point. 
Take a hint, Flint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with the most like military like voice in his tone, or tone in his voice, and I I go to tell okay, like one hundred twenty-five gold. So you'd betray your country for a bit of gold? Did I say this was my country? Well, you're quite concerned with being a traitor. That's all. Makes him unwonder. Do you know what they do to traitors here? We saw. We did? Right. Uh, do we have that? You lot? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 120 but gold. what's the cost for just coming up with a plan? I could um, discuss some things with <laughs> you, but the, cost, the thing is... What's the cost for, like, advisory support? Advisory support? Is there an hourly rate? You know. <laughs> um, if you just want to bounce off your ideas off me, then I would say 25 gold and a nice meal. If we start with that... <laughs> Do we get like a down payment or like can it be a d- deducted the from the fat? Yeah, exactly. Yes, so like if yeah. we <laughs> buy you dinner and um, get your planning rate of 25 gold for some, some insight and then we decide like, hey, we actually get along and like you think I'm pretty too and you want to help me, then <laughs> is that then deducted and then we just owe you 100 gold or now is that like now we want need both? You, do you know what I'm saying? I sweep my wings out <laughs> and I like... Uh, take a step in. Well, uh, if you want to take it from someone who is actually quite versed with military negotiation and getting the best price <laughs> possible, oh, uh, gosh. I can tell you that uh, <laughs> it never usually takes this much time. And perhaps we should find a more scenic place to discuss these things and lay them out. Well, it's just a yes or no question. Depends on how good the dinner is. Well, you're the local. Where do you recommend? Do, you, do I know a nice place? <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, it's still it. breakfast. We've got to <laughs> um, a nice lunch. You know, a nice place. Yeah, yeah you would uh, be able to get a uh, like a, a nice little lunch at um. You know, a little sandwich soup kind of deal, mm, a little combo. A little half and half. A little half and half. <laughs> um, at the Broken Lantern. It's like a it's like a nice little they mostly dinners, but like they do a nice lunch. A nice bistro? Yeah. Yeah. How far is that from where we are? Um, that is gonna be about like a fifteen to twenty minute walk. Yeah, which Pretty close. which um which section of town are we in right now? So you guys are currently um, the the you guys coming out of the park and everything and this this inn that you guys are staying at. You guys are currently in the southern district, um, but you guys are pretty close to the middle where the royal district is. Like you guys are are almost um, coming up against that. So if you wanted to go to the eastern or the western district, it's not really that far um, away. You guys are sort of in the middle of the the city, pretty much. Um, I'll look to the group. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I just ate a lot of food. Um, and it's still in the morning. Should we go, like, check some stuff out? Maybe if... Do we have to pay you to walk with us? <laughs> this is getting weird, but we could just go walk by the area that 
You were talking about Alma. Yeah, I mean, we kind of need some insight. So I don't right. think yeah. the present is near the statues, though. Well, the maybe she can just district. prove to us that she has information that we can trust, and we can go walk by the royal area. She can tell us a few things, and then we can make our decision if we want to pay her. Yes, okay. take us around the city a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's a very new area for us. Please. Um, I do have a lot of business in town. I will give you an hour of my time this morning, and you can decide in that time. All right, fair enough. Just don't go out on us to your military friends. As friends of Hayfried, I would not betray you as that. So we've got an hour of your time. Um, I guess we should just use that with you giving us some insight into into the prison, right? So like, may, maybe we should just like go somewhere quiet or... Why don't we go back to that nice serene park? I think it would be best if we head toward where we're supposed to be heading in the long run. Actually mm-hmm. get a lay of the land with someone who's... Can you show us kind of like where the prison sites are and just walk in a safe distance around them so you can kind of show us where we would be going? How long would it take to get to like where the, like... Getting to the prison? Um, you know these streets pretty well, so I would say um, it would probably take you about a half an hour of, of walking at a pretty good pace. I'm going to clock everywhere she takes me, just like building a map in my okay, head. Okay, gotcha. Okay, are you guys heading over in that direction? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, awesome. So you guys are walking through the city. Oma, you're taking notes of exactly where everything is. You're getting a pretty good map in your head of um, of the city and where you're going and everything. And um, after about 30 minutes of walking, uh, you guys can see a building on the on the sort of horizon as this city the some of the the buildings make way and it opens up into this massive stone structure um you can see the way that you guys are facing um you see one giant wall that's just flat you can't even see where it turns if it even turns you guys can't see any of the other edges you can just see one flat face um and you see um three of these um like uh, giant towers um, within the wall itself. Um, And you can see very well fortified. This thing is um, probably, I'd say, about 100 feet tall. You don't see any stairs going up. You barely even see any loose stones that are protruding out from the wall. Um, Just this massive wall. So as you guys are approaching... You see it? Um, do, are you guys going to try and walk around it? Uh, I'm going to defer to uh, Faraday. The, his... okay. Faraday, where are you leading them? Are you leading... Um, you you know approaching it. Um, you know if you go right, you would be sort of taking them on a tour of the entire wall. Um, and if you go left, you're heading towards this side of it that has the main entrance. Which uh, Where are you going to be taking them? First, I'm going to stop um, say, well, this is, first of all, this is what you are trying to uh, breach. Right. We have no uh, delusions about that. And you said you had, you had your own experience breaking in and out of a prison before. Mm-hmm. At Solaris? Yeah, we used the uh, sewer system there. 
to penetrate. You will not find that will assist you here. That knowledge of of um, the setup of this prison is going to be quite different than maybe what you have experienced in Solaris. Uh, so there's no underground anywhere here. I don't know how much you know about the history of Oak and Spire, but this used to be the old mining district. So basically, they converted mines into prisons. You cannot. Um, they sort of built in when they created the prison. They made everything internal because they wanted to ensure the security of it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, like, are the prisoners in the tunnels? And I sort of chuckle. So, depending on the severity of the crimes, they may be located in different um, parts of the prison as well as in different levels of the prison. Okay, so Timmy just didn't have his papers, so that's probably like not that bad. He's got to be like right in the front. We don't really know what Zeta did, so I don't. Unclear. Is there. Well, my question is twofold. Uh, is there a logbook somewhere where we could find the location of each of the prisoners that we're looking to break free? And do you pro- have any proposal as to how we would get through the front gate here? Maybe Shreya's idea. There are, there are records, obviously, that they keep of the prisoners. But we would, or you really would have to find a way to access those records and then find your way, navigate the prison to find your friend. We'd start there with the the records and then move on. That makes sense to me. Why go forward if we don't know where to? And we are slightly adept at uh, creating our own, I say this really under my breath, Kaldurian records. Perhaps we could, perhaps we could make some ourselves. Slightly adept is an apt choice of words, I would say. Yes, yes, indeed. And and one other question. Uh, do the Kaldorians use any tools, animals, other beasts to try to maintain order in the, the prison? Or, or is it just beings that look like... And then I motion to the rest of the party. There are many different gods... Um, depending on the floor that you are trying to go to, there are obviously going to be guards patrolling all around and, and on the different floors. I cannot speak to exactly who would be on which floor and who may be guarding which cell. Are there ever any, like, dignitaries that visit? Or, like, people from other... Like, because it would be better if not all of us were prisoners, right? If only one of us were prisoners, so, like... Maybe there's a guard exchange or like, or like a, a prisoner exchange and like everybody was guards except for one person. Does that ever happen? There are, again, depending on the level that um, your friend may be on, there are constant watches on essentially every level. Yeah. You, uh, would, you would know um, just at the mention of like... <laughs> dignitaries and stuff like that um there are a couple of different um times that people can come in that aren't necessarily guards um you do know that there are several like inspection teams um just to make sure that everything is 
all up to the code that they have. Um, make sure that um, magical prisoners aren't going to be escaping. Making sure all the equipment is is set up correctly. Um, and then there's also like um, staff inspectors making sure that you know all the guards are um, doing their job correctly and and all of that. Um, and then you would also know that they contract outside cleaning crews to come in and if something happens they gotta they gotta clean up um whether on purpose or on accident uh they gotta have an outside cleaning crew come in and then um just just general maintenance um you would know also comes in um those are and then also eventually every once in a while um there is like a um uh, a guest of the royal family or a uh, governor or someone important coming in from out of town who um, the the warden shows around uh, the, the prison. So, and to address your other question, your other inquiry, um, standard visitors are quite limited. There are visiting hours, but as far as those who are not in the military who may be able to enter it, depends on the business. There are certain visitors that are allowed. There are obviously, you know, they have to have crew to assist with caring for the facility and and um, ensuring, especially for your more dangerous criminals, that the prisoner uh, is well guarded and that everything that needs to be done to ensure that the prisoner stays where they need to be and that all all avenues have been addressed and that there is no weaknesses um, in their security systems well that seems like there could be a couple of openings for us right uh, certainly some of us stand out a bit more than others Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'd be hard to pose as a um, um, typical uh, cleaning crew mm-hmm. person. But if we posed, and and um, I don't want to be saying this like at the gate, so like kind of like as we were walking around and as we're... Yeah. Um, you guys are still a couple streets mm-hmm, away, mm-hmm. Um, but just the enormity of this thing, you, yeah. you're well seen. Great, great, great. And can I have been keeping just an eye and ear out for anyone who may be passing by and for sure. listening? For sure. Um, we're speaking in hushed tones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's worth still, I would still be like yelling. <laughs> it could be just yelling screeching. Wicked a fuck! It could be wise to be an inspection team, though, because it arguably, if we're inspecting magic, we would be magic users, and some of us would look different than others because we have the right skills. So we could all go, and 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 if we're inspecting, then we could make the warden show us where he keeps his records? Because we're inspecting to make sure that they're secure? And that the records are accurate. Are accurate. And then, I mean, we have plenty of tools to make notes that seem like they're Kaldorian-focused and and we could be from... just an eyebrow raise. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, uh, Faraday, what's your... When you left the military, were you on good terms? It was called honorably discharged, but yes. So like, theoretically, you could be contracting out with somebody who also works in security and you're like, 
I'm ex-military, so like now I work with security offices and I help. And these are the foremost experts in and very in their various magic. fields. Yeah. We have the, the structural engineer. And That's I point Shria? to Shria. I mean, he can like make the stuff move and seem like it's growing. That kind of seems like no. Well, this... he can make the rocks move, right? You can make the dirt move. I could probably make it seem like I could <laughs> manipulate uh, the matter of the yeah. the structure at will, and that I could make it seem to be impressive, like yeah. I could uh, have knowledge that I don't have, although I'm not as good at lying. Also, we did come here with the, and I'll hush it, with the idea that Kellick was the going on a, a healing journey, and I was a bodyguard. Shreya was a oh, wolf. But, 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 and, 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 and he could, he could be, he could be, he could be making sure that all the yeah. prisoners are in good health. Exactly. And that all the guards are doing the right things, and that, and that everyone is healthy because they don't want prisoners dying unless right. they want them to die. I think that's that might be more believable. You have well, we that We could all be those set. things, but, but he can't be a dog. Why would he be a he dog? He could so be he a could, dog. He could be a... He's my companion. Or, you know, he sniffs out trouble. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a good I idea. I can take any... I don't... I, this and, sounds and, strange to you. I can be, assume I'll many forms. <laughs> and I'll be me, and I'm your warden. Yeah, I'm your ward, ward, right? I'm not warden. warden. <laughs> I'm your warden. You're teaching yes, me. Yes, this so, is Alma. She's here to be your new warden for your prison. <laughs> no, but you're teaching me, so I could be here helping you heal. I can't right. heal anything, though. Typically, wards don't do much. They oh. carry things, you know. Okay, so, so I'll just, you just carry have to things. hold my bag. And then you'd be the bodyguard. Okay, so I think yeah. this is a good, we could just use what we've already got going. Yeah. yeah. We've already got the notes and everything. We just make a little bit of additions to them. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about, like, inspecting the health and welfare. And if Faraday comes with us, she's just another bodyguard? I could make yeah, sense. She's, she's just there. We just like hired more security who like yeah. know their way around. I just like poker, Do you know the, who the warden muscle. is? <laughs> I think she'll do fine. Do you fine. know who the warden is who works here? <laughs> would I know that whether they would contract out for like, or if they had their own like healers? Health and safety. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, you've definitely, you've seen it happen a couple times. Um, and it, it definitely wouldn't be out of the ordinary. Um, and uh, the time that you were there, um, there was actually sort of a transition period to where there wasn't a, an actual warden there. There were just a couple of high-ranking officers sort of filling that position. Uh, but by the time you left, that position hadn't yet been filled. So you don't know who the current warden is. But... With that uh, that little plan in mind, you guys are, are beginning to uh, let's get to uh, it. Get this plan together. That is where we're going to end this session. Oh boy, we're going to call it right there with the, yeah! the beginnings the of a little uh, beginnings of a little prison break. So uh, oh, we have a plan. You guys have a plan. Imagine having a very, very good plan. All right. <laughs> um, but with that, thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, bye, bye nerds. Hey, nerds, what's going on? This is Cameron, uh, voice of Shreya. I uh, just want to remind you guys, uh, we so, so appreciate it when you guys follow us and uh, interact with our social channels. Uh, it helps inform all of the work we do. Uh, also, be sure to check out our Patreon. Uh, you get access to a lot of like cool extras that uh, everything that orbits the podcast and the universe, uh, you never know what you're going to find there. So highly encourage you all to check that out. Uh, also, uh, if you enjoy these episodes, uh, uh, try to check out our Harken Backs. It, 
pulls all of the events that happen throughout uh, all of the episodes and arranges them really nicely uh, by our wonderful uh, engineer and artistic mind, uh, Shane. He uh, groups them together in a fantastically condensed yet still meaningful uh, way. Uh, so yeah, do all of those things if you'd like that I just mentioned, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, nerds.